When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get the little ones, sit back, relax, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. Chapter 9 When he emerged from the service conduits, Bix treated the news about the stowaway like he treated just about everything else, like it was actually good news. You know who would ditch their unit and hide in a crawl space? He asked. A rule breaker, that's who. Seems like there are more of them out here than we thought. Echo word in displeasure. That is certainly one explanation. My problem is that it is, in many ways, a best-case scenario. I don't understand, Bix said. What's the big deal? A guard deserting their post is a very big deal, the ship said gently. This isn't a guard. How do you know that? Echo flapped his arms in frustration. You told me. Back on Thraxus 8, you said there were twelve of them. I hadn't counted, Echo protested. They weren't close enough. I just know that a full squad has twelve members. He had to have come on board then. It's the only time the door was open. I still say this thirteenth person isn't a guard. What? Why? Person thirteen disguised himself or herself as a guard and came on board on Thraxus 8. Which probably means he wanted to get the heck away from a security station. And it definitely means thirteen doesn't care about the rules, both of which make him our kind of guy. Gosh, Echo said sarcastically. Maybe we should get him a team jacket. Hey! Bix said excitedly. You know what we should do? We are not getting team jackets made, Echo said. I have 16 arms. I can't actually wear jackets, the ship said a little sadly. So that's a maybe on the team jackets, Bix said. Moving on. Love. Echo struggled to pull the captain back to reality. Just because 13 isn't a member of the prison guards doesn't mean it isn't a security officer sent to investigate why we are not actually the ship we were supposed to be. You saw the station security footage. Bix shook his head. Even that guy who was looking out the window couldn't get anyone to believe him. Somebody had to break some serious rules to get this far. And not everybody who breaks the rules wants what we want. Bix shrugged. That could be true. Seems to me that all we need to do is find this guy, or girl, or whatever it is, and ask them why they hitched a ride. That will be difficult, the ship said. Because we don't know where they are. Sure we do, Bix said. I know exactly where they are. We just can't get past the guards. Thirteen is in the same crawl space where I hid when I first came aboard. The grate is completely obvious from the cargo hold door, and kind of hidden from the rest of the room. Once you're in, it gets wider and there's some light. And a rudimentary computer station that I built, Echo said, slipping into a control station and pressing buttons furiously. I should probably shut that down. Don't, Bix said. He'll know we're onto him. 
Just lock it out from critical systems. Roger that. Dick snapped his fingers. We could use that terminal to send 13 a message. What do you think about that? Critical word, slightly. He was not used to being asked for his opinion. I think it's a bad idea. Let's think of a way to get the guards off the ship first. Maybe we'll get lucky, and this 13 of yours will go with them. Bix sat heavily in the captain's chair. Ship, what do you think? The ship said nothing. Come on, you're too quiet. We're a team here. Don't hold out on me. It's just... The voice was small and sad. What's wrong? You have already given the stowaway a name. The ship said. And you are still calling me Ship. Aw, now... Bix protested. You don't want a stupid name like Thirteen. It is better than Ship. But naming people you actually know is hard. Bix protested. It took me two or three days to name Echo. That's true. Echo agreed because it was. What about you? It's your name. Bix said, spreading his hands wide. It can be anything. What do you like? You called me Bird once. She said. A big, beautiful bird. I liked that. Yeah? So... I thought maybe Big Bird. Bix shook his head. That's already something else. Oh. Beautiful Bird seems immodest. It doesn't exactly trip off the tongue either. Bix agreed and then snapped his fingers. What about Free Bird? That's an awesome name for a spaceship. Free Bird was also already something else, of course. It was a song. A song with a ridiculously long guitar solo that Bix's father loved to play in the car over and over. He would sing loudly and poorly, playing air guitar on the steering wheel while Bix's mother rolled her eyes affectionately. Bix blinked his own eyes at the thought of it. He'd been so busy trying to save the Earth, but until this moment he had not missed it at all. Now he felt just a little bit homesick. A little bit like boring old Bixby Anderson, Ranger Scout second class. The ship did not really understand why the name Freebird made Bix suddenly misty-eyed, but it did, and she swooned a little bit, as only a spaceship in love can do. Freebird, she agreed. I love it. Awesome. Bix smiled. Yes, that's all of our problems fixed then, Echo said, still working at the controls. Oh no, wait. We still have to find a way to get a dozen guards, a mysterious stowaway, and a hostage off the ship without getting our heads blown off. Oh, sorry, no. Bix said. We're rescuing the hostage. Didn't I mention that? Must have slipped your mind. Freebird, you got any ideas? Bix asked. She cooed slightly at the use of her new name. (sighs) I am afraid not, Captain. I do not have the means to eject passengers. In the past, they have simply left when they wanted to leave. That's it, Bix said, raising his arms in the air in excitement. We just have to make them want to leave. There was a moment's silence. Anybody know how we do that? If you produce audio dramas, it obviously isn't to become rich and famous. You love the medium, and you want to share your passion for theater of the mind. The Mutual Audio Drama Network is looking for you. Mutual presents audio dramas every day of the week, each with its own genre. Mystery, sci-fi, comedy, horror, all reaches of the imagination. It doesn't matter if you produced your shows years ago or are still cranking them out. Share them on the world's largest collection of modern audio drama and audio fiction. Give a listen at MutualAudioNetwork.com. 
And if you'd like to be a part of the excitement with free access to all sorts of voices, sound effects, music, and more, just drop a line to mutualaudio at gmail.com. The Mutual Audio Drama Network. Why not join us today?